All right. Thanks for listening to this episode two's in Face Wrestling Podcast on today's episode. It's uh, a very loose agenda episode. This is our end of year recap. If you've been with us for the past maybe four-ish years, you probably listened to at least three of these. Um, and yeah, we're just going to shoot the shit. I mean, I, I I don't know what you guys are drinking. I have a hot chocolate here with a uh, screwball peanut butter whiskey. That's like a in, the in thing now. Mm. Hank has a water. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think grab a beverage and just chill. Uh, we're kind of hopping right into it um, off the cuff. And uh, everyone's kind of holding up their, their – Chris, talk yeah. to me, man. Uh, how have you been and what's your, what's your drink of choice? You know, it's um, – so I'm post-quarantine. I did two quarantines back-to-back. Um, so, actually, this is the first beer that I'm going to drink and like, 14 15 plus days more than that i don't know i can't remember the last time i had a drink but it's gonna feel good I yeah think. that's probably good for your liver absolutely man it's good for the soul Obviously. and um i mean it's uh it's a mango cart by golden road um it's a california brewery i don't know it was in the fridge so i just grabbed it like i said i hadn't been out the house so um salute guys cheers Cheers. Cheers, folks. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, I guess I'll go through and introduce everyone really quick. Uh, you probably know if you, like I said, if you uh, are familiar with the podcast, um, coming to you live from, I think, a little northwest of me, maybe, is uh, uh, Hank312. Hank, how are you? I'm well, man. I'm well. Happy to happy to uh, do this again. You know, so our third year in a row, fourth year in a row, little end of year pod. We all get together and hang out, but uh, I'm doing well, man. Thankfully, I am healthy and uh, and alive. Yeah, Christmas. Oh, Christmas was all right, man. We had a little COVID Christmas. had a had two family members uh, who were everyone's okay, but uh, had okay. two family members pop for COVID and from different households. So you know, it was just the immediate family here in my household. But um, you know, we make the best of everything. You know, it, it is what it is. Yeah, I can't yeah. complain. Yeah, um, so. And then uh, partner in crime, incidental nerd, uh, coming to you uh, live from his nerd cave That's and the, right. the for the pop banner in the background. Congrats on you guys rebooting, relaunching. Oh, thank um, you. Definitely thank you. have seen some stuff, have listened to some stuff. Uh, but nerd, how was your Christmas and how you been? Uh, Christmas was a little rough. We we suffered a loss in the family, uh, a, a close uncle of mine. Uh, so it was Sorry a little bit that. rough, but we made it through, uh, you know. Uh, just shared a lot of love with the family, had some good, way too much good food. Um, yeah, man, that's about it. Cool. Um, Richard, uh, I haven't talked to you in a bit, man. How have you been? Yeah, it's like, this is that family reunion where you, you have those cousins <laughs> that you only see once a year. <laughs> it's sort of been like that this year for sure. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, power rankings have been non-existent this year. I mean... Uh, everything feels like it's been out of the loop. So, yeah, it takes some getting used to. You know, it's been over a year since I've done them, and trying to do them again, it's like, it's like, how do I do this again? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like what number? What number comes after seven? <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely. So, speaking of rankings, I have a sort of controversial. Uh, it could be controversial list that I can share. We're working on a. Uh, an article. I'll get. I'll get to it. Maybe we can. We can start off that a little bit. I can get some feedback from you guys because I think your your feedback's important. 
Uh, before we, we do that, uh, D, F, and Ray, D, Ray, um, I've been on the pod a couple times this year. I think mostly all of you have, uh, some of you have made, at least made an appearance, at least within the year, I think, uh, or, or a couple times before. But D, Ray, man, how you been? Uh, good. Same as uh, Hank. We had a, a COVID Christmas, so things were a little bit different. Uh, we had to, you know, change things on the fly as, as things are, uh, you know, um, T- card title to change or subject to change. So card subject to change. <laughs> so uh, you know, Chris- Christmas was different this year, and uh, everyone's getting through it. My sister and my brother-in-law have uh, COVID right now. Yesterday, I mm. I got my booster, and the booster kind of kicked my ass. <laughs> so so I was wrapped up and uh, out of commission by like 8 p.m. last night. But uh, I'm feeling good. I'm I'm uh, happy I got the booster to to stay protected, and uh, you know things are going well yeah i mean that sounds except for the feeling like shit and calling it at 8 p.m that sounds like an yeah. ideal night <laughs> exactly like i didn't have to take a shot or anything no drinking no beer i mean just passed out yeah yeah i don't, I don't need covid for that nowadays nine o'clock I'm like, Man, <laughs> <laughs> oh uh yeah if you and hopefully if you're watching this on the live stream chris is going to be putting up some effects so that what we're using is called Streamyard, streamyard.com I believe people we're gonna open it up to see if anyone wants to jump in as the stream goes on, Chris. Right? I'm just oh, gonna try. Yep. Just gonna tweet actually, that out. Uh, we have Kike joining us. Okay. Whoa! Hey. 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 What up, boys? Kike, we just we're in the middle of introductions, so you made it. Look at that! All I heard was shots. We're talking about boots this time. Oh, hey! I need one right now. <laughs> depends on which kind of shots you're talking about there's many different types of shots going around right now um man, but yeah thanks for how you been man how's everybody doing tonight doing well good, man. Good, man. yeah how was your uh, christmas kike it was good bro just i was off uh it was relaxing you know just hung out with the family you know there Everybody you go guys. sounds good Awesome. Sometimes it's um, just the little simple things that are, that are you know what you cherish the most, right? Yeah, man. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. <clears throat> I, I think uh, today put into perspective, right? Just to uh, cherish mm-hmm. the little things and uh, you know to tell your boys you love them and uh, just you know I, I I think that's just in general. These last two years have been kicking everybody's ass, uh, and then you know nerd said he's had, he he you know he had a loss in his family. Us in the Chicago wrestling community and just the wrestling in general, you know, I won't speak on it because it wasn't a close friend of mine. I'm sure d can speak more, but yeah, you know, just the loss of Marcus Crane today that, uh, that I, at the very least, it's nice to see the outpouring of love the man had. I, I think any of us can agree that, uh, if a winter time comes, we'll be, uh, lucky to get half as much as love that he's gotten today. Definitely. Um, that's very well said. Yeah. D-Ray, do you have any, I know you've been tweeting out like a lot of stuff. Obviously, people can follow you on Twitter. They can read all of that. There's been I've, I've been from our main account or from our uh, Twitter account, but just been trying to retweet as much as as possible as many Marcus stories that I've seen. Um, did you want to share anything? Do you? You probably knew him a little closer than most, I'd say. Well, yeah, the, like one of my favorite stories is like the one that I tweeted earlier. Is like Marcus. Marcus loved like how, how should I say this? Like uh, mac and cheese and, and boneless wings. That was like his favorite foods, <laughs> and okay. and uh, he loved B dubs. Like he would he would eat like B dubs maybe like 
five times a week if if he did or more. Jeez, oh my god, that's a lot of beat ups. <laughs> so uh yeah, like one day, I guess like he didn't want to make any food or he didn't I don't know what the situation was, but he created a GoFundMe and he was asking for just like twenty dollars so that he could go out and buy beat ups. And people jumped on it. They gave him money. The one guy gave him, I think, like twenty dollars and like the, the comment on the donation was just like, Hey man, at least you're honest. Like go get some food. Yeah. And then, and then people just like gave him up to like eighty dollars. I think it might have gone more, but I'm not positive on that. But I know like he definitely got like more than the the twenty he was asking for to get food. Like Marcus was just like a a fun guy and a, a good guy yeah. overall, and just so loving. Yeah, yeah, that's all I've been saying online. I mean, we I I've never you know spoken to the to the man or whatnot, but like you would just see him as a wrestler, and and you would hear these things about like his style and how unique it was. And like, at least like in the, in our small circle of, of Indies that we would go to, we would see him often. Um, and I think the, the, the one thing that I would always remember is that he won that check at freelance underground. Yeah. I would always, I would always, you know, poke at James and be like, where's the check? Where's the check? Um, but you know, like just seeing these stories, like really put things into perspective at times, you know? Yeah. Yeah. If anything, that adds to the legacy of the check. The check is still is still <laughs> uh, it's still relevant. There is a new holder of the check. Uh, wait, who holds one? I think Shane Mercer is holding the check. Shane Mercer. Mercer. Yeah. Mercer. So yeah, I I, I I I know I've tweeted this as well from our account, but like whenever that check is cashed in, it's gonna be it's like we've gotten like a two year build of this thing. For real, know? dude. At like, two, maybe at least three years, maybe three. Yeah, <laughs> Marcus won at that Vader, was a bro. Vader, bro. Yep, right. Yeah. So that, I, was, that was a while. I ago. almost don't want it to actually be cashed in and just keep it around, but just keep like have like three more years go by where it's just like, yeah, you know, this could happen, and then just ne it never happened. I think that would just be like hysterical. I'm sure that's just <laughs> what Caleb and James want. <laughs> 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 uh, when it becomes it becomes like the Madden curse, where it's oh, like geez. if you have the check, then like oh you're out. The checks get passed on and things like that. Um, it would just be yeah, funny. GPA. But... <laughs> 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 well, uh, there you go. Hashtag beat up GPA. Oh, he's quick there, there we go. Yeah. Gee, well, he, he, Chris, you probably had that one in, in the in the in the. Look, I'm not gonna reveal like, my secrets. Just <laughs> I'm on it, all right? <laughs> you had it in the chamber already, huh? Yeah, he just hit uh, control, copy, paste. Yeah, had a key. <laughs> yeah. Hot keys, hot keys. Uh, where, where's the hot key for a Viva El Chente? Dude, I have a better one. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I, we probably got a mix. So, like, uh, talking, speaking of Project Monix, do we have, like, a mixed group here? Obviously, two is in a face does not condone any support of Project <laughs> Monix. We've made that very clear. Um, so like, I, 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 uh, as anyone want to jump in on like how they feel about what happened, do you feel betrayed? Do you still have the nights in your back? As a wrestling fan, uh, I gotta say that was the greatest fucking thing this year. And I'm talking period. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I mean, main, 
freaking WWE, AEW, New Japan, anything. That was the greatest shit in wrestling this year. And it was because it made me fucking feel something that I hadn't felt it since I was a little kid. I got fucking swerved hard. Yeah. And I, and, and I felt it all. He tugged on my fucking heartstrings. I was crying while he was coming to the ring. I'm sitting there next to Kike, pounding on the fucking mat, just feeling all that emotion. And as soon as he turned and fucking called us all pieces of shit, man, I popped so fucking hard. That was for the pop, man. That was awesome. <laughs> there you go. I, I, I hadn't smoked a cigarette in I don't know how long, and that made me want to go outside and smoke. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I did wow. after that. It was like, it was like, basically, Chris is saying it was like having sex. It was like the feeling of having sex. He had to go have a cigarette after. It was so good. He needed that nicotine hit after. Yep. <laughs> word, word. You said it really well, nerd. It, yeah, it did that game. It is a, it is a, it's a feeling that will come around in wrestling, but there wasn't one probably like it this year. I mean, everyone I think was swerved. Um, well, not came, me. Is, uh, I, I'm just kidding. Besides Hank, the bell ringer gets specific uh, backstage access. Oh, no, man, I was fired. I don't ring yeah, the bell. You had the earpiece in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah the bell ringer gets an earpiece. Uh, earpiece at Freelance Underground. Ring but, it, damn um, it! Um, it was. Uh, it, uh, it's it, you. Once that happened, though, are like nerd. Are you currently a fa- still a fan of Project Monix, even though he swerved you like that? Let's peel back the curtain a little bit, okay? Okay. I am a fan of Pat, and I love what I love what he's doing. Okay. Do I love the character? I mean, look at Kike. He still wants to take his hand. <laughs> but uh no. Um I, I'm not, but it's one of those things where it's like certain guys, there's that 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 little thing about like I will never support GPA ever. I will forever be, be a beat up GPA guy. But do I want to see him wrestle for the rest of his life in Chicago so I can boo him? Fuck yes. So right now, it's time to boo Pat. But I'll be ready to cheer for him anytime. Okay. If he comes back to the light side. <laughs> oh, Richard, I feel like you might have the opposite opinion. Like, do you, you like you cheering for Pat? Pat comes out at a show you're going to tomorrow. Are you cheering or are you booing? Yeah. Everything that happened that night proved why Pat Monix is the greatest thing to come out of Chicago since Thin Crust Pizza. <laughs> like you guys need since, to recognize that. Since Thin like, notice the man said Thin Crust, like Thin Crust Tavern style, which doesn't get talked about a lot, but is is very delicious. Like Mike, well, Michael Jordan, his his Michael secret stuff was inspirational quotes from Pat Monix and Space Jam. <laughs> so Rashard is, retcon- Rashard is retconning Space Jam at the moment. I mean, I'm, in, I'm in, watching, in, a, in a single Jordan is a time when, Col- when Kobe scored is. 81 points, guess who was in the third row in like the 300 section? Little baby Pat Monix. He gave him that inspiration at a young age. Wow. Henry, Henry, stop this nonsense, please. <laughs> yeah, what do you think, Hank? Uh, man, you know, I, I got swerved. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a masochist, you know. I, my, my feelings were hurt, so uh, 
Uh, sometimes, you know, you got to stand up for yourself and for your feelings. And honestly, I hope uh, whoever Pat ends up in the ring with next whoops his ass, you know? Yeah. I, I, I heard, I heard uh, Pat has STDs or something like that. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember. Something like that. Or maybe maybe I'm going too far back. I don't know. But uh, I, I hope uh, I hope Matt Nix one day makes it rain uh, purple paint on him. Speaking Definitely. of rain, I think that there's a storm in his future. Ooh. Mm, for, oh, who's who's uh, who's backstage at Freelance Underground now? Huh? That sounds like nerd. Nerd has, has nerd, picked up the bucking sheet once or twice. Nerd has the inside track now. A, that was nothing all but I'm, the fact that I, I like puns. I just like puns. That I, I don't know nothing. All I know is all heart is going to become heartless. Oh wow! Mm. Richard is literally Monix's hype man right now. I think. Oh, that's right. <laughs> we got, we got Blake uh, yeah. Hey, ready for Blake? Speak up, brother! I thought you were his hype man. Yeah. Are you taking his hand, Kike, or are you flicking him off? Dude, I'm still fucking shocked what he did, man. They just heard that Kylie returned in 2020. <laughs> No, that was fucking great, man. It was funny because, like, when he was giving his speech at the end, I told the nerd, I was like, hey, bro, like, what if he's fucking faking it? And oh. we know that shit happens. I was like, oh. <laughs> bro, that shit he was did. great. The whole, the whole uh, movie with the pictures and shit. And then, like, every show was, like, his last match. And then, like, the whole thing with Gali, how he couldn't make a show because of whatever oh. reason. And then... He, um, like a week later, he did like the show, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that was great. Keep, I'm sorry, brings up a good I point. I, I don't know if anyone's watching. Rashad's the DVD screen, hit the corner. Then, it did. I watched. Oh my god! It's done twice, right? Wait, what? What? I've been watching that the whole time. <laughs> Me too. You see, screen got the DVD going up and down. It finally like the hit office. the corner. Oh. Okay. Oh, the screensaver. <laughs> the screensaver. I mean, you would do that shit as a kid. I remember doing that shit as a kid, just staring at it, hoping that it was going to hit the corner one day. At the Microsoft little, at the little Microsoft box? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or Windows, Windows. whatever it was. I think Kike brings up a good point that the charade had lasted so long leading up to that. That, like, there was multiple steps for that to – it's probably not, like, you know – Monix just went to the venue that day and said, here's what I want to do. Obviously, this was like pre-calculated to the point where he came on our podcast. Now we have a whole going away podcast that's literally useless. <laughs> <laughs> so like, it's like, a, like, like, uh, maybe you count like prep time, like two hours, at least probably more of my life. Just, down, just, just part of a gimmick now and was absolutely crushed that night. Like, and Chris's life as well. Like edit post editing. Like that, you, you know, all that just sucked in the that way. You can't look at it that way because honestly, you guys like to focus on independent wrestling. And I can I can say legitimately, I feel like that was the greatest thing that happened in, in independent wrestling. It made you feel something. Yes, mm-hmm. it did. Mm-hmm. And you guys were part of it. I'm a little bit jealous. Listen, like, it's a good way to look had, at it. I wish we had Pat's last interview. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, you can't feel bad because PWI did a story on Pat Monix retiring. So it was a well written story. I read that shit. 
It was like really nicely done. Hey, talking about, um, I, I don't know who wrote it. I can't remember. Um, and I know Charlie, you shared it with me, but I like as you shared it with me, I was I was reading it as well. Um, the story that they did on uh, Eddie Kingston. Yeah, so it was a self-written article. Um, I thought it was like an interview format. It it was, but then like it was kind of, yeah, it was interview format. But I I think he I don't know because he it was signed at the bottom. It had like his signature on it. So to Is me, it, it seems I think it's from Players Tribune. Think that's what it's called. Yeah, it sounds about right. I don't know what the who the source was, but it was like it was literally if Eddie Kingston just regurgitated his life story. Oh yeah, the Players Tribune, Eddie Kingston, yeah, 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 on his article, and it was like I couldn't take my eyes off, and it was such a long read. Usually, I can't read. I my attention span is is ass. Like I cannot read anything long. Um, but I was hooked on this. Did anyone else read that that article? Uh, I read like half of it, and then. Uh, it was time to uh, get feeling back in my legs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you can't. I'm, I'm, I'm usually recommend. I'm usually recommend like, hey, I'll send something to someone. I'd be like, hey, just take a look at this when, when you're on the shitter next. But right. like, this is not one you want to go to the shitter for because you'll get hemorrhoids from sitting so long. Yeah, I was like, oh boy, I gotta stand up now. <laughs> and then, and then I, never, I never went back to it. I mean. I, I follow Eddie's career for a little bit, and I've heard the stuff he's got to say. Uh, I, I felt like a lot of a little bit of that uh, piece was a little bit of rehash, but it's such a good story, and mm-hmm. I think that's uh, one of the things why uh, I'll speak for myself. I personally love Eddie Kingston so much, just because he's just so raw. He's just he's just out there, and it, yeah. uh, I'd like to say he just seems one hundred percent authentic. I you know I, I I don't know, but I would like to think that that's one hundred percent Eddie. All the time, you know, and I, I've seen him a bunch of times at AEW, as all all of us have. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I feel like what you see with Eddie is what you get. Yeah, D. Ray, did you ever share locker room with Eddie or cross paths when you were during your career? One of the shows at Joe's Joe's Live that we were running, um, I think he came with Zima. He showed he came up with uh, DJ Z. Okay, and uh, he was there just just chilling in in the. Uh, chilling in the audience like before the show started and then um i forgot who was putting together the match it was kylie and indy kylie and indy were going over some spots trying to figure something out and eddie went up to them i was just like you know like what what you guys should do here is this this and this and then it's so simple that you know like that way you cut off and she she hurt the arm and then you could work it and then they ended up using that spot so like eddie Eddie is always like one to like help and give you uh, any tips that you need or any any suggestions or anything like that. He's always there to help and like he's always been just like a really nice guy. That's a that's a phenomenal story. That's why we have you. That's why we got you in the pod for stories like that. <laughs> can I tell Can I tell one of my favorite Eddie Kingston stories real quick? No, actually, uh, we're gonna move on to. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Back back in the early AAW days, uh, Eddie Kingston was, uh, you know, he was prominent there. He was in, I think he was in uh, in the main event picture, maybe against Sammy Callahan. Anyway, long story short, we all know uh, a friend of the show, a local wrestling friend of ours, uh, Pac. He likes to run his mouth. Yes. He thinks he's part yeah. of the show at times. Uh, and he ran his mouth to Eddie Kingston. And Eddie Kingston uh, came mm-hmm. up to him. 
Pac's first reaction was to zip up his hoodie because he had a Roman Reigns shirt on when Reigns wasn't cool. And he was like, <laughs> I just didn't want because of my Roman Reigns shirt. <laughs> so no, I thought that was fun. And then Eddie and bitched him out. And, you know, Eddie went back to wrestling. But I don't know. I just wanted to tell that Pac story because I think it's funny. Yeah. I, like, I Pac did not acknowledge him that day. <laughs> Chris, how am I coming Again, in? Am I coming in a little better? Yeah, I hear you. Changed my input. Um, it, first of all, it's I, it's it was Pac just uh, he was wearing a Roman Reigns shirt and Roman wasn't hot. Was that just Pac like being the devil's advocate there, or, or well, yeah, he's always been a Roman fan? Yeah, he's always he's always claimed Roman. Right, okay. right. That's great. Um, Pac is I he's a he's a vital essential part of the crowd, and usually things go in his favor. Like he will start chants, and they will they the crowd will pick them up. But this is probably one of those rare occasions where. <laughs> the, it, went, it went against him, uh, which sure. is interesting. I got a fun um, story about Eddie Kingston, too. Go for it. Oh, well, anyway, so, as we were saying. Let <laughs> me finish, Charlie. I didn't say anything that was hey, uh, God, It was Martin, uh, Big Boy, and I. We went to the South mm. for uh, AAW show. Yeah. On the way, on the way back. We stopped at the gas station, you know, pick up something to drink. Lo and behold, um, LAX and uh, Eddie Kingston were there and uh, ACH. So we go in there and, you know, we see them like whatever. We just, you know, like they're there or whatever. So then Big Boy goes up and he's all like, bro. He goes to Eddie Kingston like, bro, you're fucking rolling with LAX. He's like, I'm going to fucking tweet Conan right now. I want to tweet Conan right now, <laughs> bro. I look, I look up and I see like me and ACH like we look at each other like what the fuck is going on? I was like, bro, I'm like it's cool, man. I'm like he's just fucking around. And then like, he's like, bro, he's like, I'm just fucking around, man. He's like, Moriqua, bro, Moriqua. <laughs> bro, that was fucking great. Like even Martin's like, bro, like, like this nigga, like. Fucking Eddie Kingston like got mad like yo like like is is, is this is this guy serious and he's like no nah, bro I'm just fucking with you bro I'm just fucking with you Jesus shout out big boy can't wait to see yeah. uh can't wait for him to come back to shows yeah and, and yeah man hey I, I I get all this flack and like is there any flack being thrown Jeremy's way for not attending shows or is it absolutely not we're only gonna give it to you <laughs> <laughs> we know he we know he likes wrestling you know uh... that story that, that that story that Kike just told. Um, from my experience going to LaSalle for shows, for a show, that was the most diverse location in probably about 20 miles when y'all were in that gas station. <laughs> was it, yeah. What was the vibe in there? What was the vibe in there? Was it Sketch City or, or not? 100%. 100%. What, was their, what were their snack and drinks of choice? That's what I'm curious about. Like when Eddie Kingston goes into a gas station, what is he picking up? What kind of swisher sweet did they buy? Grape or white? I was like this watching Big Boy fucking talking shit to Eddie Kingston. <laughs> <laughs> he still got the chips. He remembers it so well. Fucking uh, oh, Martin, you want? <laughs> Thanks for joining the, the Eddie Kingston portion of the show. <laughs> so yeah, we've really we've really uh 
Ooh, the, <laughs> the Takis are good. Takis are good. I think I think during the quarantine, uh, uh, I discovered Takis for sure. I don't know if that a lot of white people discovered a lot of a lot of white people discovered birria during the quarantine. So they that's did, a man. that's a new thing. Quesadilla. Um, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm I fully understand what that is now. But then I also um, saw a bunch of white people on TikTok try to fuck up birria. It's like, what are y'all doing? Just appreciate it. Oh, just, just stop. But stop they, made it. It, they made it into a pizza and all that stuff. Brother, it's, it's wow. like, oh, this is why Jesus. we can't have nice things. What? Yeah. White so people like, are right. Oh, <laughs> this is a like, <laughs> you know what I want to try that I saw on TikTok? What's that? Ramen video. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You oh, I saw that. that yeah. That's all that. So it's I just mean, putting I'm, the, I'm the beer and meat in different shit, right? Like on a pizza or in a ramen cup? Yeah. 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 <laughs> There's this place on Fullerton. It might be by you, nerd. South of you. It's called Taco Tlan. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's down, that's down the street for me. Okay. Very sharp. Um, fantastic. That's where I get my beer from. Um, I get it from my kitchen because my wife makes it deliciously. Damn. Damn. There you go. So, so you're writing us over. It's, that, that's what I'm getting from this. Yeah. All here is day one and they're tough. Right. That, Hopefully that's... 2022, because that's where the usually we've had two of these before. Hopefully right. 2022, we can revisit the the the, the new and improved Nerd Cave. And he's got um, so much more new stuff you guys can take at the end. <laughs> All those, uh, what are the uh, open op- open boxes or what do you call those? Oh, yeah. All the open boxes. The, Everything is the, out. What's it called? The, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Whatever. Anyway. Yeah. It's a like plug for the pop, but I, I can't. I don't know what, what's called, like the, the box opening. Unboxing. Unboxing. There you go. Boxes. <laughs> <laughs> Where he just bunches no. boxes. Uh, <laughs> oh, that, could, that could be somebody's uh, You don't know. Yeah. Okay. I want to share. I want to show you guys uh, and the live viewers. Um, does it? Has how many people are watching? I don't think it does. Um, I think we're like at three hundred or something. Oh, Oh, three hundred. Yeah, that makes total sense. Um. I want to show you, show you guys a little behind the scenes. So we're working on, Ooh. you've heard of the PWI, uh, fit, was it PWI 100? And there's like multiple different lists. I'm, once again, this is, I'm not saying that our list is anything of that, like of that nature. The thought was to just create the same type of list for people yeah. to uh, discuss. So um, we, I have the rankings in order right now, still subject to change. Um, I, it's the Chicago top 25 is what we're trying to put together. Oh, um, this is a little bit me running with it. So if you have, if you want to rip it to shreds, please do so via the internet. So people, more people look at it. Can't wait. Obviously your comments now. Um, uh, yeah, I think Chicago top 25 or Chicago tw- or shy 25, I think is a good hashtag. Shy 25. Shy 25. I like that. Um, so here, here's how I built. Here's how I, I built it. I, I have. I'm gonna write in a little bit about each person. I haven't done that yet, so hopefully I can get it out before New Year's. Um, there you go. And the requirements are. So I just looked at people that have wrestled in the Chicagoland area this year consistently. Okay, you don't have to be from Chicago. You don't have to have trained at the Freelance Academy. It's just like like you could be a fly-in but have wrestled fairly consistently in Chicago. Fairly consistently, what that what does that mean? That's a little what? bit up for interpretation. 
Yeah, because I have a question. Because like you were at three shows this year. If if they were at all three of the shows, that's consistent yeah. for you. Or so so nerd, I know you're a little bit older than everyone here, but there's this thing called the internet. And you can just stream shows. Oh, you can oh. all the shows. You can just stream Shots shows. fired! <laughs> so, yeah, I would just watch the show via stream or on demand. And then, yeah. And then also the cagematch.net helps. Hey, Henry, we got beef with these guys now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, compadre. Um, so... And then I just took a look at no, and there's. I want to point out that there are other shows and promotions running. Like for instance, no one because I didn't really include your uh, staples for like the. Let's just. I'm going to use them as an example. I'm not shitting on this promotion. Like a Berwyn Championship Wrestling. I didn't yeah. use like any of their main guys because I we I just included the promotions that we cover. Once again, consistently. That being. Freelance Freelance Underground, AEW, Zello, Warrior, I think, is the only ones I included. That's not to say that if there is someone else wrestling for other promotions that they sh shouldn't be included. All right, in Charlie, sort of show us the list, damn it. So context matters because I'm going to I'm gonna get roasted at like number 25. So like context I'm matters. sure. I'm sure. And so there's, uh, I didn't, I didn't put in too many of our young guys. Once again, like they're young and like, they will get to this level that some of these people that have wrestled here are okay. I want to point that out. Like Trevor Outlaw is not on this list, but he's, he's a future star. Um, and it, it, it helps, <laughs> it helps a little bit if that you have carried a title and been a face of a promotion this year, meaning like a, a championship flag bearer. And you're defending that title on their shows. That helps. Okay. So I'm gonna go. All right. With... First off, you said you said Trevor's not on it. Yes. Okay. If Frank the fucking clown is on this goddamn <laughs> list, I promise you, I will drop off of the stream. Okay. He's ready with it. Please let him be on it. All right, nerd. You better, uh, Chris. Do you want to get the boot button ready to just like sit nerd out because he Frank the clown? Thank well, you promise. I promise. 100% if Frank the Clown is on this list, I am. I will drop off of this. Okay. This is, hey, this is what the list is supposed to do. It's supposed to get a reaction. So nerd can, has, can be, can be agitated. Um, let me share the screen really quick. Okay. We might, you might see Inception for a second here. Um, All I see is the Matrix. Yep. Okay. All I see is that DVD logo. Can you see my screen? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, top 25. This is what I have so far. Um, can you guys read all those? Yep. You mean you read 25, Allison K, Gringo, Shane yes. Mercer, 23. Bang Bros. So, they, they're taking up one slot together. Yes. That's what I was going to say as well. Like I, uh, They're the only tag team. If there was a tag team that I thought should have made the list, like the Bang Bros, I would have included them. Number 21, Sky Blue. Number 20, Calvin Tankman. 19, Davey Vega. 18, a little, little bias for Vega there, I'll admit it. 17, Storm Grayson. 16, Myron Reed. 15, Hakeem Sane. 14, Effie. Fuck. Uh, and Nerdist has triggered. Um, <laughs> 13, Josh <laughs> Alexander. 12, Freddie. Fred, yeah, hi. 
11 Danhausen, 10 Thunder Rosa. Uh oh, look at number nine. Uh, nine Robert Eagle <laughs> Anthony. Drop me. Don't do it. Drop me. Oh no, what happened? Don't, don't do it. What's going on, Charlie? Sorry, I was looking to see if... <laughs> Sorry, you saw it. You saw it. Uh, Inception. He just turned off his, his camera. Eight no, is I Trey wouldn't... Miguel. Yeah. Seven, Kylie Ray. Six, Lee Moriarty. Five, Jonathan Gresham. Four, Sam Adonis. Three, Jordan Grace. Two, Matt Fitchett. Okay. One, wow. GPA. <laughs> Interesting list. Ooh, Get the is... fuck out of here! GPA, GPA. So I'm back to... because Frank the Clown is only on the list, not as a fucking wrestler, but as a no. manager, and I'm fine with that. But GPA is your number one Chicago independent wrestler. I, I yes, and here's why. So the man has, with, I think, within the year, has been in either main event title matches or has held a belt for close to, I want to say like two and a half different promotions, close to three, um, close to it. I think, I don't think his freelance run was obviously 2021, but you could, the, the man, it, I, once again, I hate GPA as much as the next person, but if, if I include people that are carrying belts and our faces of Chicagoland independent promotions, to me, at least three, D-Ray can comment on Zello and probably why um, he was given those opportunities. But he seemed, he's, he's very prevalent and relevant at at least three out of the five promotions that we included in this list. So I think that he holds a lot of weight in Chicago's top 25. Hey, hey nerd, you want to do an episode just shitting on this list? <laughs> <laughs> we'll record it tomorrow. <laughs> Honestly, if you're going to, please do. I would okay. like. I would. I would. That, I think that helps buzz. Honestly, Charlie. Charlie, happy. don't give anything away. Keep it for the. <laughs> keep it for the pot. dude. GPA held a fucking title because he wasn't fucking wrestling. He wasn't wrestling. There's a pandemic. Well, no, he 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 defended it against Calvin Tankman this year, which is a really really good match. The Freelance Underground one. And I'm pretty sure he's a Zello champion. Remind Zello me what champion. happened in that match. No, there was two matches. There was two matches. Lots of them. Okay, yeah. so, so so one he ran he ran around and, and ran away from Kelvin and cheats the win. And right. then he got his ass whooped. I'm not defending his methods. I will never defend his methods. But it was a it, it was I, a very just, entertaining. Both of them were very entertaining. The squash and watching him run like a child. Squash squash. I'm, I'm I'm triggered. <laughs> I am I am oh, triggered. Pissed. Wow. So y'all y'all created the beat up GPA fucking chant, man. They was <laughs> you guys. I I know. I, I but if you put the criterion for the list, once you know the algorithm and the calculations and on the computers, and that shit's all in your head. Crunch all their numbers. That shit's all <laughs> in your head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Effie number 14? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I would have you number 14. Like I, I think a lot of people that you see come before him. I think that so that so Effie number 14 is a is a great example of that is pro that is I even switched one today. 
I moved Fred Yehi up because I feel like he had a very prominent role in AEW this year. Effie, uh, that's one that probably could be debate. That probably could. So if you want to debate moving that up, I think that would be a good, great time to do that. And, and I, is this is this like is this strictly this year? It's strictly 2021. Yes, because I love me some Thunder Rosa. Yeah, why isn't she number one? can <laughs> make your case then make your case how then. many appearances did thunder rosa have in the in the promotions you're talking about well i guess warrior you got warrior yeah warrior warriors where she had holds holds a title and it's not necessarily number of appearances gets you more points it's just like if you had wrestled fairly consistently for promotion this year then you are included in the list see i i think i have a promotion mm-hmm. bias because AAW price sure, and and that is one hundred percent that that is yeah no I think that's a great point that you make. We're at two heels in a face. We have done a very very good job of not having a ton. We we will say our bias. I would say like Chris and I are very uh, open that we watch a lot of more freelance wrestling fans on the ground than other promotions. But we have had it had to walk very thin and tight lines before between promotions to bring a mostly non-bias podcast. So we've had people on from, we've had, we've talked to people multiple days in a row that necessarily don't like each other. So, so yes, there, I tried to eliminate as much promotion bias as possible with this list. I mean, if you're going to have Sam Adonis on there, you have to have Adamis on there as well. So yeah, that, I don't understand how Sam Adonis is on that list. So I know, please know that he was, <laughs> There was a I, there was like multiple rounds to this, but yeah, I, uh, he he was definitely included. Um, and then I started trimming. So like Richard, like what if you were to make a case for Armies over someone you've seen on this list? Then what would you say? I mean, he's the current uh, Warrior Wrestling Lucha Champion, and I believe yeah. he's still one half of the Galley Tag Team Champions. Okay, so but, that's and then yeah, and that's a little bit and, of like, like I could probably include Galley in this. Yeah, consistency wise, he's definitely been to Chicago multiple times and counting. Okay, I love yeah, it. I love what you're saying. That's a good point. I love it. And and I think you could make a argument that Laney Luck is is far too low in that list. I agree and, with that. Okay, uh, Go I for mean, it. Uh, well, she. If you're going to talk about GPA and his and and holding a title, okay. Laney Laney held a title. The, the freelance underground, the independent wrestling title for just as long and yep. defended it more frequently. Yep. Okay. Good point. Um, That's a good point. Um, a good point. I, I, was she not also a, a title holder in, in Zello? Yep. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't I, know I, if that was, I don't know if that was in, I think it was in D Ray update me. Why didn't she lose that? She lost it this year, right? She lost it this year. Yeah. Charlie hates unicorns, confirmed. (laughs) (laughs) She lost in January this year. Oh, January this year. Okay, so she, a lot of her run was 2020. So, like, (laughs) specifically, if we're going to make this a yearly list, then I would have to include what happened in 2021. Sure. But, I mean, she just lost that freelance, the, the independent wrestling championship, you know, a couple months ago, or maybe three months ago, whatever it was. Um, But, I mean, not only, you know, talking about her appearances in the city of Chicago, but you know, uh, she was she was on uh, on ROH. She's really 
she's really uh, progressed, like in terms just her skill has gotten so much better. Um, I would I could argue all day long probably for for Lainey Luck to be higher on this list. Okay. And yeah, I did not include uh, once again. I did not include like if this if this wrestler went and did an appearance. Like if this wrestler was on like AEW Dark, that's not included in this. I'm I tried to include their work at the five promotions that I mentioned. Those are the ones we cover. Once again, they could have wrestled other places. Um, I know you know you mentioned that you left a couple guys out, but like Escalera. I mean, he would yeah. He, so there was a. It. If I were to broad, if I were to put, put like the forty-five on here before I trimmed, Angel Escalera and Aramis were both included in it. So definitely hard. It, when yeah. it was hard to narrow it down to twenty-five. But that's a good point. Uh, Escalera was definitely yeah. uh, just Latinos get less votes. I see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Charlie hates women. Crazy, hates bro. Latinos. It's crazy. Oh, man. Hey, hey. Oh, the I mean, listen, bro. If if you wanna if you wanna come join, you know, FTP, <laughs> let us know, man. Hey, hey, I'm happy to come on. Once the final list is out, I'm happy to come on and and, def- and try to defend it. And, no, I, and no, so no, there's no, this try. opening there's this opening paragraph area here where I I I, I have a placeholder. Um, I'm gonna try to explain explain the criteria expectations when reading it. So hopefully that gives a clear picture of how this list came to form. Um, but yeah, there's, so there's things thought about, there's things not thought about, try to make it as specific to Chicago. Like this is, uh, this hopefully can be our, it's not going to be the PWI list. I'm, I'm not, not saying it's going to be that, but like if we can get this going consistently, I would love for exactly the conversation that we're having now. I think you guys are all making great points. So, yeah. I think, I, I think the, 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 biggest thing that you need to do and what PWI does in a fairly decent manner is establish the criteria. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, because otherwise, you know, there's going to be all sorts of arguments that can be made and there always will be, but you know, at least I think PWI, their list gets a little bit of uh, credit because the criteria is, is pretty well laid out. Okay. Hey, cool. So why is not Pat Myers on that list, bro? Yeah, well, he's banned from all uh, <laughs> face content, so I'll make sure to put that in the criteria. Well, that's biased, though. I mean, yeah, see, yeah, right there. You know, that's biased. Side, you know, hey. bad things happen. Charlie hates cyborgs. Crazy. Hey. Hey. <laughs> want, I'll, 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 I'll put the domain bill over to you if you want to pay for this domain. But there's going to be bias included in this list. <laughs> <laughs> You want to pay that twelve dollars a year? <laughs> Crazy! Wow, whole twelve. Heavy on the pocket, man. Heavy. Um, yeah, I stopped sharing. Would you? So, yeah. good, good idea, bad idea. Any final good comments? Idea. On the we'll list? see how it goes. People like. I'm gonna, I'm gonna count on all of you guys to retweet and comment once it's out. It's I'm a good idea. Don't tear it up. <laughs> It's a good idea because it gives me opportunity to shit on something. <laughs> <laughs> With love, obviously. Just one, one episode of just burying Charlie. <laughs> I hey, man. If it gets plays, then it gets plays. I may have to turn into a Taco Tailgate Hank uh, when I review that. <laughs> is that your, is that like an, an alter ego? That's burner account. Mm-hmm. Taco Tailgate Hank, Richard knows about him. 
His burner account, OG Hank 312211337643. You also got to look up for Eddie Ecuador. Hank's phone number confirmed. Hank's phone number. I told you to tell me. Tell me my secret identity. Anyway, enough about me. All right, guys. So, one of the things that we do every year. I applaud you. I applaud you for attempting to put something like this together. Because uh, I, I, I've tried it myself, and it's not an easy task. Uh, so I really look forward to reading it. Okay. Yeah, I appreciate, and I appreciate all your your comments. I do, nerd. And you know, I'm just passionate about wrestling. So oh, just- absolutely. Yeah, I, I made sure I had him with Frank the Clown because I know he's not a wrestler, and I would never give him credit for that. So, <laughs> so if he didn't have Frank the Clown, would he be on that list? I still, I still think so. Maybe I, I think he, no, I think <laughs> he would be lower on the list. Dude, he had two matches. It's more Anthony. than we had. <laughs> he's had he's had more than two this year. I mean, if you count egotistico fantastico as that same, probably different people, probably different people. But there's rumors that they are the same person. That person has also been on Zella this year, as CageMatch.net confirms. No, I'm talking about Frank the Clown. Oh. Yeah, like, well, he, he's just, uh, he's an accessory. I mean, I mean, he did come right. in in a helicopter. That, that's one of the questions. Yeah, he, he had two matches in. He got thrown from the bleachers. He did. <laughs> it survived. <laughs> Pretty entertaining. Chris, isn't there a question about Frank the Clown on the agenda? Um, are we willing to give Frank the Clown a little respect now? Oh, I'll I'll take the reins on that. I am a advocate for Frank the Clown. Uh, listen, <laughs> I I I get I get the hate. You know, me and Noel, uh, me and Nerd have this conversation a lot. Listen, I'm gonna go ahead and far say if Frank may be the best manager in independent wrestling. I mean, I don't know well, any other. Nerd is leaving for real now. <laughs> Frank is an agitator. It's not that Frank, it's not that no one pays to go see Frank the Clown. No one is paying, no one's like, hell yeah, here's my I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna buy my ticket to go watch Frank the Clown. But once you're there, he gets a reaction out of it. I'm sure there are maybe one or two people. I'm sure he's got friends, you know. I know he does. (laughs) Uh, you know, and so he's an agitator, he he gets under your skin. He is great at being a heel, whether you just fucking hate him or not, but in reality. He's doing everything any of us would do if we had the opportunity, uh, with the foot in the door and just killing it and living the dream. So sign me up for the Frank the Clown fan page. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I'm a hypocrite. You gotta ask Lou about that, and he's the leader of that. <laughs> I'm gonna, the next I, to pop I, mean, gonna, I will say this right now. I am I am I am 100 a hypocrite, especially when it comes to to wrestling because. There, there are heels that I love, and even when they do the same kind of shit that Frank the Clown does, and I, and I love it. It just something about him rubs me the wrong way, and it may very well just be the fact that I am terrified of fucking clowns. <laughs> I don't like Frank the Clown. I don't like the Brothers of Funstruction or whatever the fuck they're called. <laughs> I thought it was really creepy that they showed up in makeup at the fucking freelance underground after party. The last, right. At the last show, it was fucking creepy as shit. And they were trying to mack on girls as fucking clowns. It was weird. <laughs> oh my Just God, say man. it. 
Nerd has reached the Jim Cornette level of hot right now. <laughs> Nerd is hot right now. He is livid. So are you saying my, that you, you fear Frank right. the Clown? Is that what we're hearing, that you fear oh, Frank the Clown? No. I don't fucking fear him. <laughs> He's annoying. Football <laughs> clowns. Can I get... Uh, yeah, that's a new one. Hashtag nerd fears Frank. Yeah. So like nerd versus Frank one v one. Who's going over? Frank. What? I mean, I'm, I. Hey, listen. I I haven't trained in a ring at all. I you know I can at least say and 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 Hank said it a little bit. Like this is a guy who we've been seeing for years and years in the fucking crowd at every fucking major WWE pay-per-view, all that shit. You know, we all know he's dating one of the legends of wrestling's daughters, all this shit. But from what I hear from people that are in the know, what you see on when he's on camera is not what you get behind the scenes. He's a hum- apparently he's a humble guy and he's just trying to fucking work now you're trying to kill his gimmick. Right. Hey, man, I'm just – listen, I, I pull, it, pull back the curtain all the fucking time. If he don't like it, he can come after me. Book it, James. Book it. Nerd versus Frank the Clown. Fuck the clown. Kiki, <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts on Frank the Clown? You had a, a moment with him this year. No, I didn't. <laughs> that was you guys locked eyes. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? Like you guys hit the nail, um, the hammer on the nail, man. Like Washington called it. He's nailed it. Yeah, he nailed it. There you go. <laughs> like, hit the nail on the head. Yeah, hit the, hit the nail on the head. Sorry, one day at work, bro. Um, fucking nah. He's dude. He's he's doing his thing, man. Like Washington, yeah. you know, like yeah. He's um, like when he comes out, it's like. Whatever, man. Like, I'm not like a fan, you know. But you know, like, like, like you guys said, man, he's doing his thing, and you know, if, if we're able to do it, we'd probably be doing it too. Absolutely. He he's getting the job done. Yeah. Uh, he just is. Like, he's as a heel, he's getting the job done because I can't stand him. Absolutely. I mean, D Ray has know. changed his name to Nerd Fierce Frank, so I don't, I don't know if that has what implications <laughs> that may have. Um, Craig hey, Mitchell, like, okay, are you saying you will book this match? Yeah, book the match, D Ray, book it on Zello. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. It has to be at the baseball studio. Are you, are you good for March? All right, let me let me uh, let me hit up uh, the Freelance Academy and see how how. <laughs> <laughs> you got good uh like three months yeah hey when uh, you go when you go. Also, bro oh oh is that a little a big pop of pump right there <laughs> oh shit somebody checking for steroids <laughs> no. no we cool we cool <laughs> um when when nerd when you go to train let me know because I want to just want to learn how to run the ropes. That's it. And then I'm done. I'm retiring after that once I learn how to run the I ropes. I think we know a guy. Yeah. You know a few. Uh, Chris, what else we got on that agenda? You, you could do like a, so, a documentary what, build up to the match. Yeah. Has the agenda started? 
<laughs> we have some question prompts. There are a few things, but one of the things I want to touch on is something that we do every year and just talk about um, who do we think is the most improved this year and who do we see launching to the next level in the upcoming year? Ah. Um, I, I can't, I mean, I can't recall who, who you know, picked who last year, but... Um, can I jump on this one? Wait, can Go we ahead. start with, can I we think, start with I just think, most improved? I think plenty of us are going to have the same answer. Okay, potentially, yes. So? Let's okay. just start with most, I think there was two questions there, maybe. Yeah. Let's just start with most improved first, and then we'll go back to Chris to ask another. And then, yeah. Got nerd, most improved. Go ahead, Nerd. I mean, I'm probably stealing everybody's answer or a lot of you guys. Um, I think the Bang Bros are the most improved over this year. Uh, uh, a, the, the fluidity yeah. in the ring that they're bringing to their their tag team, their their combinations, um, they're, they've, they're so much – from the first time I saw them, they were fucking super entertaining, and they were two guys that kind of didn't feel like they they were they should be together. You know what I mean? Like they had mm -hmm. kind of contrasting styles, whatever. But now, sure. in the ring, when they're in the ring together, especially that fucking I don't even know what they call it, but the like flip into a spear that they do, it's spear? it's so fucking smooth. Um, I it. That's my that's my answer, Bang Bros. Yeah, no, it's a great answer. Anyone else have that? Oh no, I didn't have them. Okay, D Ray, do you want? Did you want to? I think you wanted to jump in. Yeah, no. I was gonna say. No. <laughs> <laughs> you have an answer. Do you have a separate answer? Yeah, I have a separate answer. Okay, uh, and I, I, this is where I think like many of us are gonna have the same answer. Okay, uh, it's I, I believe it's Storm Grayson. Yeah, so that's mine. So yes, I'll I'll piggyback on. Tell uh -oh, me why, definitely. and then I'll piggy I'll piggyback if 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 you missed anything, which you probably didn't. But that that would be my answer as well. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, Storm has always been very technically good in the ring, but it looked like during like all 2020 during COVID, he put in the work to get in better physical shape than he has ever been. And this year, you could see it in the ring. Like, he is he's just yoked now. Like, he is yeah. ripped. Um, and the brother is vegan, too. So it's, like, hard for him to put on that muscle mass. But, yeah, he's he's just going out there, putting on banger matches, getting better quality opponents. And he's just having time to improve on his craft with people who can teach him rather than him lead in the match. Yeah. No, it's very well said. Uh, to, uh, that would be my answer as well, and I just want to piggyback on it. I think it seemed it seemed his his in ring style has more identity identity this year. It to me, I don't know if he's just chaining more, or maybe he's just getting an opportunity to wrestle people that also can chain. But I think when he started doing that, I I felt like Storm Grayson had an identity as a as a member of the audience, and. Now and then, also, I feel like he's gotten a, like some new gear as well. So it's been just a complete snowball effect. I think a lot of it starts with stuff that we don't see, which is what D Ray is saying, which was the stuff behind the scenes. But then he, I think a little bit too, of, a little bit of it too is booking. I think a little bit too is like he's 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 probably put in the work, and then like a D Ray or a James is like, oh shit, maybe we can put him one on one with someone. 
but he uh, those opportunities that those one-on-one matches that he's had this year, he's delivered on it. I mean, he wrestled Lee Moriarty, and he looked and he looked up to par, at, at least in in ring wise, with that with Lee. So um, I think he just had I think he just has a little bit more of an identity now, and that identity is yoked uh, Matt wrestler with some cool gear. I don't know, like it just it just he feels the stick out more to me. So that would be my. Did anyone else have that answer? Did anyone, someone have anything else? No, I uh, I'll I'll pick it up from there. I had uh, Storm was gonna be my answer also. I've been okay. a big fan of Storm uh, for a while now. Uh, I think this year he's had a really really good year. Um, uh, I mean, obviously you guys kind of hit it. He's had uh, opponents put in front of him to where. He can work with them, uh, you know, Jordan Oliver and, like you said, uh, Lee Moriarty, that Brian mm-hmm. Keith match, uh, yeah. to name a few. I mean, he's had some really, really good uh, matches. And I still think he's trying to get it all together. Um, you know, m- maybe a few a few months ago, uh, you know, my, my thoughts on him were, hey, he's really good in the ring, but what else is he bringing to it? Because, I mean – you know, you, you need a little a little more than just in ring ability, and I, I think he's still trying to find his way there. Uh, okay. I, I see him taking bigger risks in the ring here and there, and over the last two months, I mean, uh, two or three months, I'll say specifically that I've noticed he's really clicking, and uh, I just I just I just think that's awesome for him. Uh, I, I like to try to give people nicknames. I, I've been wanting to call him the plant the plant based beefcake. I don't know if that's uh, if that works, <laughs> but, uh, but he, he should run with that. Just saying that that that's that's a freebie. Uh, you know, it can't be worse than the green kid, right? Ayo, just kidding. <laughs> he knows all love. Uh, How much was that? that? was only twelve dollars a year, right? Plant based. Still available, baby. See, that's a plant based beefcake. <laughs> Um, I, I think I started calling Matt Nick's purple poppy first in a tweet, and I called Kylie's so. uh, Chicago's favorite daughter, and those have stuck. So maybe plant-based beefcake can can stick. Oh wow! Take uh, you you claiming you claiming those? You claiming those? One hundred percent. I'm claiming. I'm I'm one hundred percent claiming Kylie's when she came on our. I, I called her that, and she's like, "Oh wow, I don't I don't think so." And then it, it, I've heard people say it from there. Yeah. Hey hey man, you certified bracketologist. You got to have some some skill. I'm a nickname um, guy, you know. Yeah. You guys want nicknames? I'll come up. With, give me to the end of the show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Nerd's got a few names he'd like to call me, but he's probably holding back. Um, no, not at all. He quits. Rich- watch <laughs> Richard, Richard, who's your most improved? You should know who my most improved is by by far. Who I say okay. should be your number one on your on your little list. You know I gotta go with Pat Monix. On your little oh, list. Your little list. <laughs> I mean, the guy went from us thinking that he's gonna retire because of injury to him having possibly one of the biggest pops when he showed up at uh Freelance Underground asking Kylie, like, can you be my final match? Like had us thinking that that was going to be his final match, you know, following his journey with uh, Coach Joe to, like, build up. And you see the, the difference between Pat Monix before the pandemic and then Pat Monix during the pandemic, but after being with Coach Joe and just every promotion just falling for it, like, oh, this is his journey to his final match, to it 
becoming his final match and turning into a Chicago Hill that makes GPA seems like a little kindergarten bully compared to the amount wow. that Pat Monix received. Got wow. So, and he's still keeping that going, even like the people that cheered for him that mm-hmm. was crying during his entrance, as one said earlier, and yeah. banging on the mat. Ain't no shame in my game. I don't, I'll cry. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, no, feelings, bro. there's no telling how high his bar tab was during that match. <laughs> if you're training with Coach Joe, you're probably just turning into a beta bitch. That's that's my comment on that. Why be a beta when you can be an alpha? Wild. Oh. <laughs> you see he started talking trash about beta when Jeremy left. <laughs> oh, <That's> Jeremy. <laughs> he doesn't want that, that Darren Corbin treatment. Oh. Wait. I think I confused myself. Never mind. Okay, <laughs> Project Monix oh, yeah. is your answer. Kike, we're about to Richard. We might put Richard back in the lobby for a second, make him take take a timeout after that pick. Uh, Kike, who's your most improved? Most improved, I gotta go with Chico Suave. Yeah, Project, I like, I like it. I like, good pick, good pick. Like I that. like this pick a lot. Go ahead and, and tell That's us. It's a good one, bro. He. Uh, Started training with Coach Joe, shredded some weight. You know, like, <laughs> bro, get these guys out of here, man. These are beta plants. You know they are. All of a sudden, fuck out of here. It, it went from great fucking pig to fucking get the fuck out. <laughs> we don't need to right. talk about Coach Joe, man. Hey, can yeah, you mute his mic? Keep Coach Joe's <laughs> name out your fucking mouth, man. Mute this guy's mic. I think we should get Nerd a subscription yeah, to uh, Coach's Coach Joe's gym. Get him a membership. Hey, if I'm gonna have that match with Frank, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> two and a half months. You got, you got, you got time. You got time, brother. Get I, I like the Chico. I like the Chico pick. Unfortunately, what sucks is I feel like Chico keeps hitting roadblocks that aren't his fault. Really, um, I think it's been like a couple injury stuff. That's happened, but I like. I feel like he's had a ton of momentum this year. I mean, he team. team I, I I enjoyed the Danger Mask team. I know he swerved and went a different direction now with Pat, but I still think that has a ton of legs. Um, and he's just showing up and wrestling more, and like consistency. I feel like consistency mm-hmm. is Chico's best friend. Once again, I feel like some some of the stuff was out of his control. At least the stuff that I feel like he's talked to us about, but he seems to just be around more. And and if you're around more and you're involved in more storylines, like things continue, like just continue to to kind of roll downhill. So, yeah, I, I'm team. Ch- I mean, I'm team Chico. Um, I guess he is a fill associated with Project Monix, so I'm trying to draw a line there. But I I, I root for Chico still. Chico sure. was our White Castle Wednesday's champion. Damn! Yeah, that's just growing some points on that list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> he should be like number twenty six. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know honorable it's mentions. worth it's worth taking a that note. Grave case gets honorable mentions. Twenty at the lowest with the grave case. <laughs> uh, okay, we respect everyone. Answer. Everyone had really good answers there. Um, Chris, anything? Well, what else is? On yeah, there? for me. My, oh yeah, my you gotta pick. go too. Sorry, I gotta, go. I gotta, gotta say it. Uh, for me, the most improved this year, 
I mean, you guys made, you know, really good points on, on everybody else. I, Chico was somebody that I thought about. But um, Angel Escalera, I think, um, you know, this yeah. last year, um, he definitely has shown a different side of him. Like, he feels more confident in the ring, which also, like, embracing his character. I know he had gone through a few um, trials with, with characters and things like that in the past. But now seeing him uh, more consistently and more confident and, and really embracing that, that uh, Mark Anthony entrance that Charlie loves so much, I think... Um, you know, really hypes up the crowd. And, and I just, I really enjoy seeing his matches. And, and sometimes he's put up against opponents that I would not have, you know, thought of that he would be, you know, up against Cole Radrick and having such a banger of a match. Um, so that that's where, where that comes from for me. Yeah. I applaud that. Yeah. He, he's definitely come a long way. I mean, uh, in our short stint at Gali, Nerd and I got to call a few of his matches as the Drip Lord. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. yeah, and we kind of saw, yeah, and we kind of saw the birth, the birth of of the like the, the dancing there We know now, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I endorse that. Where's the hashtag for Angel? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was I was talking, so I couldn't hashtag at the same time. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag, the hashtag right. for Angel. Is that yeah. the is that Chris? Is that a new poncho or the same poncho? Uh, this is a new punch. Actually, I just got it dropped off as Christmas present from uh, PBR Pedro. Uh, it's oh, a nice. Lucha Libre one. Oh, That's wow. awesome. That's it awesome. Has, it's, um, yeah, it's Blue Demon in the front or whichever way you put it. I mean, it doesn't have a front or back, but the back has El Santo. Nice. So it's pretty dope. Nice. Um, legends. Legends. So who do you think is going to break out in the next year? Like in the next year, who's going to be that? that wrestler that takes the next step to, you know, a, a higher step than where we normally see a mass right now. And if you and remember an what example, you said last year, right. Say it, but Chris, did you have an, ex- what's your example? Yeah. yeah the, I was going to say as an example, uh, the one that I, you know, I, I kept saying is going to break out and, and she's going to get to the next level was Thunder Rosa. And I mean, I think she's definitely done that now getting signed with a, a, a AEW and, I mean, I don't know if you guys like follow her vlog at all, uh, but it's super entertaining. Like she's like, I mean, it takes a lot of work to to vlog consistently, right? Such as Ethan Page has shown us over the years, mm-hmm. um, you know, with the vlog. But like Thunder Rosa putting all that hard work and just kind of be, being being who she is, really transparent and, and showing us her journey um, and, and all the work that she puts in. Like she is where she, you know, she deserves to be like. She's worked her ass off, and and I'm glad for her getting the opportunities that she's getting. Yeah. Um, And so to transition on to who I think would be that next breakout, um, based on the trajectory and and how I've seen this year um, things going, I would would like to see Lainey Luck, you know, go somewhere, do something, get more opportunities, even though I feel like I see her everywhere now, right? Like, if if I see her, you know, with with bigger and better opportunities, I wouldn't be mad at that. Like I would be super happy and super proud for her. So that's why that's would be my that would be my pick for for the breakout in this upcoming year. Yeah, I mean, I think she, yeah, she's done a lot. There's still there's still more to, more to do, more to conquer. I think she would say right. that she probably has things she has on her list. So yeah, I think that's a really good one. Um, cool. Uh, what? So let's go. Who did we? Let's go with Kike first, since we. Let's just go in reverse order. 
Actually, I was gonna say Lady Luck too, man. Okay. Yeah, like you know, she's hold she's held titles in uh, different uh, companies. She's been on AEW, so you know, I'm rooting for her. Yeah. Um, Richard, Richard? Uh, I believe it's gonna be the Bank Bros taking it uh, this year. Nice. Like I see them like multiple champions with within like the entire uh midwest um i could see them having more like uh national bookings as well if everything you know comes a little bit closer to normal because right now it isn't looking like that but cross our fingers like cross our fingers that everything does come a little bit to normal so we could see you know guys like uh bang bros be able to you know, show other parts of the uh, country what they've been showing us here in Chicago. Definitely. Great pick. Uh, I'm I'm going to go with my uh, most improved pick, Storm Grayson. I think uh, he had a, a really good 2021. What? Yeah, 2021. Um, and I don't think he's shown any reason why he wouldn't continue his hot streak and uh, continue to, you know, build his uh, value. Uh, I, I think he's proven that he can hang with people. He's he's a big dude. He's got the look. He's uh, no disrespect to anyone, right, and who am I to talk. But, I mean, he looks like someone who who's built like a wrestler, plant-based beefcake, you know. True. Uh, he's got the look. <laughs> he's a good-looking guy. Uh, I mean, he, he's got – I think he's got a lot of the tools going for him. And uh, I, I think if he gets the right opportunity and the right eyes on him, I think we can see Storm and uh, some other promotions uh, outside of just Chicago because I feel like he's he's you know he he is uh he's really Chicago based you know I I don't I'm sure maybe he's done a few companies here and there in the Midwest but I don't think he's gotten out of the Midwest yet so hopefully his his matches with Brian Keith uh, maybe got him some looks in Texas or something like that I don't know so my my pick is Storm. Uh, his Chicago plant-based beefcake. Uh, <laughs> honorable mention. If it wasn't, if it if, if it wasn't for injury, uh, I don't know how long it's gonna keep him out. I'd pick up Trevor because I think Trevor is extremely entertaining. Uh, I don't think anyone in the Chicagoland area does it on the mic like he does. He can deliver in the ring and uh, promo. So, uh, barring his injury, it would have been Trevor. But since the injury happened, I'm, I'm I am gonna go with Storm. I just wanted to give Trevor. Uh, even though he's a, he's a, he's a rude uh, POS, I want to show him some love. That's fair. Sure. That's fair. I think D Ray's next. Uh, so I'm I'm sitting here thinking about it, and <clears throat> I'm not sure. And I don't want to disrespect him, but I was gonna pick one half of the Bang Groves, and I was gonna save it because you know, like obviously, uh, Richard went went on about them. But I think actually August is going to yes. have a breakout year. Nice. I feel, yeah, no, no respect to Davey, but August has a unique and like different hard hitting style that He's I think could, style. that can carry him onto like different feds as a singles wrestler and get more eyes on him. Okay. I love the Bang Bros. Right. I, I have them down as my, my favorite tag team. But I, I just feel like August has a legit chance of having uh higher profile matches yeah. yeah 
Oh, I that's mean, a, an awesome, uh, an awesome uh, observation. Go ahead. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to co-sign on that. You know, I'm, I'm not a. Uh, like you said, Dan, I, I feel almost bad saying it. You know, because you know, I don't. I, I we love the Bang Bros, but when August had that one-on-one match at uh, Secret Stash against Jordan Oliver, it just mm-hmm. really showed his his potential and his and his skill. And like that match stood out to me. And like you said, I do like August very good technically. Uh, hard hitting. I, I love them together as a team, but I wouldn't be upset if I if I saw them doing some single matches here and there just to see what each can do on their own. Yeah. Hank, I was looking, I was just like clicking around when you were talking about that because I was like, I know I watched a match this year where August was the the come from behind baby face that got his ass kicked like 80% of the match. Like he was in that role this year. Yeah. And I couldn't remember. I think it was the match the match you just said. So I was just right. clicking around. I couldn't remember what that match was, but he he's really good at that role. He's yeah. really good at he's really good at being that ragdoll baby face that you want to cheer for. He's gonna get his ass kicked the majority of the time. He doesn't have to, but he could get his ass kicked the majority of the time and just have like a two minute flurry comeback. And he's like really good at that role. Yeah. And he he also like really transformed himself physically. You could tell that he's been packing on the muscle. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dear, I love, I love that. It was a bold take, D-Ray, but I think it hit. That was great. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. I, I definitely feel like uh, that's, you know, like no disrespect. That's a good, a good pick. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, nerd. Uh, you. Uh, well, here is where I get to uh, uh, agree with my my partner in crime here. Uh, I do feel like Storm is uh, is the one to look out for uh, in twenty twenty two for all the reasons that Henry said. Um, the, the one thing that I that I hope that I see is because he's obviously much improved in the ring. Like, like there's no doubt about it. Anybody that said that he was the most improved uh, of this year, you know, you guys are you're not you're not wrong. You know, we all have our opinions, but but you're not wrong. Um, but I'm just hoping to see him evolve into uh, more than just a a physical specimen. And 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 a a sound like talented in ring performer like I want I want to see him take the next step where he's uh, tugging on your heartstrings, uh, uh, getting you pumped up for his matches. You know what okay. I mean? Um, I, I just I feel like he just has you know that that one step to to where he can well more than one step, <laughs> but uh, he just needs that little push, like just a little bit more. Than uh than angry screaming guy in ring, because because okay. uh, Henry and I will joke about it, and it's no disrespect because much love to Storm and Storms, he's a great kid. Like he's he's a great kid, and he's been putting in the work, obviously. But like I want to see more than when he's done something in the ring where he just looks in the crowd, and he's just like ah. I want to see more. I need like I need some character development from him. Yeah. But I and I'm hoping that that's what we get in 2022. Yeah, that's a great, fantastic point. I think, I think that could be said for honestly a lot, almost a lot of the people that we talked about. And I don't know if that is, and D-Ray, you could probably shed some light on this, but if you have a person who has everything, I, I, I think that could apply to Storm Grayson. I think it could apply to August. They have everything in the ring, like talent, like physicality, 
like uh, oh, character development. How do we how do we do that? How do they get that? Do you just need do they just need more opportunities on the microphone, or can they do stuff in in the mid like where weave stuff into their matches? Um, how how you know how would you prom- help maybe push or promote someone to do that? Well, you can make like small little vignettes or like any little promo video yeah. that you could plug out on like Instagram or TikTok or or Twitter, just so, so yeah. more people get eyes on them and then uh they get more practice at like doing like interviews and then once they feel more comfortable in the ring or whatever and show more personality then you know they could obviously throw that into some of their matches okay it's just it's just building and practicing on on those those abilities that you don't necessarily practice every day in training or in or in the ring yeah perfect example is uh outlaw right like I, th- I think one of the things that we talk about Allah is that every match that he has, he's making a promo for. Yeah. yeah I know. He talks every show, which I love. Yeah. Like, I think he should. I'm not saying everyone should have that privilege. Mm-hmm. But even when I feel like, even he'll come out and like free, he'll come out and he'll talk for like five or seven minutes maybe. And it won't even be about a wrestler. And I kind of, I kind of like that. I'm not saying everyone should do that, but he's putting, he's, he's definitely like trying, really trying to push that Trevor Outlaw. And and you could give that five or seven minutes to someone else, I think, too. And well, but, they could take five or seven Trevor minutes. He's managing to, to re- remain relevant through mm-hmm. an injury. Like, no, this is before he got hurt, though. This is for someone This is before he got hurt, though. But, but yeah. And, and to throw it, throw it back, and I could be wrong, but throw I'm pretty back. sure that, uh, that, <laughs> that our year end 2020. Many of many of this group had Elena Black as the person to look out for. I think people did. I want to say, yeah. yeah. I want to say for sure. I mean, like, star nailed it. <laughs> like, I mean, she had a fucking phenomenal year. She mm-hmm. goes into January, signs with the WWE. Um, she's she's just one of the faces of, admittedly, something I'm not enjoying all that much. NXT 2.0. But but I'm loving her work in it. Um, and, it. Yeah. and like it's silly to say because I don't really fucking know her, but I'm just super proud of her. Um, like every time I see her out there, she's getting better in the better in the ring. She was already good in the ring, better in the ring, better on the mic, uh, getting bigger opportunities, and it's awesome to see. Yeah. No, that's a great I feel like I, a, I'm pretty sure people did have that. I feel like something that we didn't get to see a lot of her doing on the indies was cutting promos. Some of the promos and like little vignettes that she has done for NXT have been really fucking good. Like her yeah. interview and like promo skills have like increased tenfold. Who knew the WWE Performance Center works? Right? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> there, there was a tweet that I saw the other day that uh, Matt Cardona put out and he said that WWE was his development. Hey, Center. Listen, I, we're not ending this before I get to talk about Matt Cardona at some point because okay. he's had a hell of a year. <laughs> yeah, he has. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think. Uh, I think. I want to say so for for me, I'm not gonna get. I'm purely just not gonna get off this train because I continually want to believe in this person. I think for the last two years, I've had Blair Onyx, <laughs> and I, I understand that she's had COVID a couple times. There's been a couple bumps in the road. She's pretty healthy. I think she's healthy right now. She's been in some important matches in the Zella Pro Women's Division. I know that for a fact. Uh, some number one, some matches involving number one contendership. Um, but and she's a huge part of that 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 division. Shout out to Zella Pro for having a very strong women's division. 
Um, and I'm just, I'm not going to get off the train. I'm not going to, I don't want to get off the train. I'm just going to stay loyal and I'm just going to ride this thing out. And maybe it might be a couple more years. Maybe it's not. I'm just going to say Blair Onyx. I, I was just because I'm a huge fan of her and I feel disloyal if I jump off the train right now. So I feel like her story is still uh, unwritten, Natasha and Buddingfield. Um, so exactly yeah. fair. I was going to say the best is unwritten. <laughs> <laughs> you heard your Charlie Blair Onyx number one fan. Mm-hmm. I, I I really like her look. I, I I think you guys have had no. This is not a fan of Blair Onyx, but I think like a Storm Grayson is a very strong pick. It's probably a stronger pick right now. But like I, I, once again, it's just it's just loyalty. And I'm just, I don't feel like jumping off Puzzle this train right now. I'm, I'm having a good time on it. So I'm just going to stay on the train. Fair. Yeah. All right. Um, Charlie, do you have anything else? Um, I mean, I think we're cutting close to the end here, but um, if there are any, any final uh, roundabouts that we want to do. Did you want us to talk about Jack Cardona or GCW? Hank, I know you follow them a little bit more closely. Oh, the DVD just hit the corner. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I missed it again. No, I'm still on it. it just hit the... But uh, no, I, I've I've always been a huge uh, Zack Ryder fan. Uh, when D-Ray went down to WrestleMania a few years ago, I asked him to pick me up a Zack Ryder exclusive pin. Uh, I, I still woo, woo, woo. Uh, and his, his he said, you know, WWE was his, his, his developmental. And, I mean, maybe it was because look at what he's doing now. I don't know how much you guys are following or not following, but I think he's uh, a hell of a run. Uh, at first, I, I kind of felt like, uh, I don't know I, I don't know why, but I was like, oh, he's just using GCW for, you know, some clout. But, I mean, it went both ways. You know, GCW mm-hmm. got a lot of – I mean, I always knew he was going to bring in some more eyes to GCW, but I didn't, I didn't realize – the amount of ice he was going to get on there. Uh, so, you know, love me Effie, you know, love all that. But I mean, Cardona and just seeing him living his best life and just trolling the shit out of people. And I just love everything he's, he's done this year, dude. I, I, I look forward to seeing him more. And I'm like, I'm happy for him because I have been a fan of his for years. And uh, I, I love to boo him now, which is great. Uh, so I don't know. I, I just I, I just wanted to give him some props because, you know, he he took a shitty situation and probably he's having the career year now. Yeah. Go from a dream job and now he's writing his own story. Yeah. If if we were to here's one question here's one question we can close it out on. If we were to if you were to make your own top twenty five list and you were to open up to every wrestler that has wrestled anywhere in twenty twenty one, who is your number one, Hank? And this is a different question than most improved, right? Like so, independence, like, like not it, not in, okay, not WWE, I guess. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I think just let's, let's just open it up to, to anyone. Just like I mean, to and, wrestling. I mean, Car- I, I don't know, but Cardona is definitely top five, maybe top three for the year. Okay. I mean, I got to consider Roman Reigns. I it's a cheap pick, but I mean, he's been holding it down. He's been okay at WWE on his back all year. Uh, you, you that. Uh, as much as I don't like the guy, maybe Omega. I don't know. Uh, okay. Danielson, love Brian Danielson. I love what he's done. He'll turn of the year for me. <laughs> Brian Danielson, yeah. he'll turn of the year for me. Love that. Uh, okay. So Cardona's up there for me. Cool. I had um, I had Cardona. Anyone else want to go? Yeah. Turn. 
What was that, D-Ray? I said I had uh, Cardona down for favorite heel turn. Nice. I think my number one will probably go left field. Like, for my number one for this year, I'll actually have uh, Christian Cage. Like, he was able to, you know, return in the Rumble. Then on top of that, main event, a huge show in uh, AEW All Out. And I believe he also main evented Bound for Glory this year as well. Mm-hmm. Like someone who we thought was done with wrestling, just like Edge. You know, we both we thought both men were completely done with wrestling. Like oh, our childhood is is closing out. For them to come back and still be on top of their game, it's it's incredible. Yeah, that's a pretty big trifecta. Uh, anyone else? If you were to. Make a top 25 list of just 2021 in general. Because wrestling is a buffet, right? It doesn't have to be just – I know we talk mostly about it. I'll events, give you my yeah. top 25 well. on our next episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I don't think you can talk about 2021, and I know it happened late in the year. Um, but I don't think you can talk about 2021 without talking about the return of CM Punk. I just yeah. don't – I mean, that was uh, a really fucking amazing thing that happened. Um, I'm so happy that he has found his his joy for wrestling again, and yeah. you can see that he's really enjoying it. Um, and it's, I mean, I obviously he's not the punk that he was ten years ago, um, but just to see the man out there in the ring doing what he loves, and and the rust is slowly knocking off, and I think he's really gonna have a phenomenal 2022. Um, like, I mean, that, that's one of the biggest moments of the year for me. Absolutely. Hey, can, can I change my 2022 pick real quick? I'm picking hook. Send hook, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, yeah, that guy looks good. He looks good. The fuck that, have they been waiting on to fucking debut him? No, have you not watched his matches? Oh, I was going to say, yeah, he's killing it. Yeah, yeah, I heard a lot of good things about him. Um, yeah. D-Ray, who's, who would be your or just like who's like been the most entertaining wrestler for you this year? Who's number one? I don't know. It's it's kind of hard to say. Maybe Big E. Yeah, finally winning the big wow. strap. Yeah, that's a great pick. It's a fantastic pick. Uh, Bianca Belair. I mean, it's oh, there, there were so many good runs earlier this year that that it, it kind of, you kind of forget about them mm-hmm. and then all the stuff that ha- happened on the independent scene and it's just like oh my god like 2021 was such a great year it's like <laughs> how do you how do you put it you know on a list right yeah no it's 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 difficult um i'm kind of throwing this was not one that you should have prepped for but they're keeping you on your toes kiki do you have a winning king of the ring that was emotional that was awesome I know, and that's like that's like all he's ever wanted. Right? Like his goal, that was his, that goal for him has almost been, it has been a bigger goal than like winning the WWE championship. Yeah, no, we, we've we've been blessed with some uh, great wrestling moments. I mean, Sasha Bianca, headlining night one of WrestleMania. Uh, yeah, you know, it's really cool with- that that over these the past couple of years that all three members of New Day have gotten their single accolades that they've. Hell won. yeah! I yeah, it's really really fucking cool. Greatest faction of all time. Yeah, I, you couldn't make an argument, honestly. Um, Kike, what, what are you? The Bloodline Brother. 
I got to go, <laughs> go with Thunder Rosa, man. Oh, you kiss ass. Ah, dude. I got to go with her, man. Bro, There's that me. was my Bro, pick. We send memes to each other. She's my friend. I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear me? Yeah, exposed. Wow. Did you, did you see me? Jag. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh, I like to pick my close personal friend, uh, Mel. I mean, Thunder Rosa. Wow, yeah. <laughs> That's what I call her. I don't know about you guys, yeah. but I don't know what you guys call her. <laughs> Stupid. Nah, uh, man, she's killing it, man. She fucking she made Britt Baker better. This is oh, true. You oh, should have stopped that really good Britt statement. Baker because she made Britt Baker. Big facts. Great. That's a. TK, you yeah, you you counterpunched I mean, right there. I mean that that's great. that's AEW's girl, you know, and bro, she yeah, Thunder Rosa made her better, man. I was then, yeah, I was shocked. Britt Baker got is a better wrestler. I think it takes two to tango, but um, th- I'm not trying to throw shade at anyone. But that was a very good statement you made, TK. Thanks. Um, who isn't? Do, did it? Did it? Did you go? Yeah, I went. Okay. <laughs> Who'd you uh, pick? <laughs> Who'd you pick, bro? Stop lying. <laughs> no, he picked Christian Cage. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Wow, I remembered. I rest my case. My bad. Go, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for me, like, it's been, you know, as I hear you guys, like, you know, talk about different moments, like, a lot of things come to mind. But I think the one that I've been following for for a long time, and I mentioned him earlier, uh, Ethan Page, man, like the work that he's doing. I mean, again, I am not a weekly follower of AEW, but I am a weekly follower of his his vlog along with Thunder Rosa and and, and Sammy Guevara and all of them. Um, I do, you know, enjoy their content, but, you know, Ethan Page does a really well job in placing his promos within his vlog. And. I mean, we've all known that he had, you know, great mic skills. And now him being on national television and really taking up that character of, you know, with Men of the Year, um, I, I've enjoyed him a whole lot. So so for me, like, it, it would be him. Yeah. That looks good. Uh, obviously, you know who I put number one on my list. That was strictly independent, so. Um, if you were to open it up to everything, I, I haven't really watched any WWE. I did. I have watched some AEW. I, I'm, I'm super impressed with Daniel Bryan's ability to go to AEW and still have like really awesome singles matches with all these different people. I just think it's like, it's crazy that no matter where he is, he seems to have just, and I, I think the same for me, it comes down to people having really good matches. I think at the end of the day, and I feel like he's, been having those this year with like a Kenny Omega or with like a hangman and like just it's just it seems like it seems like it doesn't matter who you put in there the man's gonna have like a really amazing match so I think I think that'd probably be mine uh uh if we were to open it up to everything so that's not a that's not a new and edgy pick but I just think it comes down to to really awesome matches for me that kind of blow me away so absolutely yeah I'm always down to watch him kick some heads in (laughs) <laughs> and he owes you 20 bucks, no? And uh, 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 CM, the CM Punk with the Sting face paint uh, and like his his like old school gear was like fun. Like 
like uh, that, like I want to cry because I love Sting so much, and like to see him do that, it was just so cool. That hey, was like a huge buy a like, shirt, a sweater, and uh, eight by tens of it. No, <laughs> I, I haven't. But <laughs> be real, it's a poster. There you go, poster, poster, poster. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I mean, AAW, it's, it's cool because I think it's doing a, I think it's doing a really good job of turning heads still throughout this, consistently throughout this whole year. And it's like, it's, it's, I I feel very comfortable in my indie bubble, you know, and this is all, this is the wrestling I need to watch. And, but then the AEW keeps like tugging at my, tugging at my sleeve be like, Hey, look at me over here. And I'm like, Oh shit. So like, I'll go and check out a little bit of it. And, uh, it's doing a really good job, I think, of uh, like you said, of, this pun intended, of hook in me. Ah. So, um, yeah, <laughs> that's all I gotta say. Uh, but yeah, I think that's our final question, Chris. Unless anyone has anything else, you feel free to take us home. Chris. Yeah, no. Before I take you guys home, I might. I mean, if there's anything you guys want to say, but I want to make sure that uh, you know, Richard and uh, Nerd and Hank and. D-Ray. I mean, Kiki, if you have anything to plug that I don't know about, bro, you let me know. I'll support it. <laughs> but um, but yeah, like podcast and you know, wrestling promotions, etc. Plug your stuff away, guys. Go ahead, nerd. You you you're you're a hype man. All right, cool. Well, I am the incidental nerd that over there or over there or somewhere. I don't know where he's placed. That's OG Hank 312. We are for the pop pod. Uh you can find us at um on facebook for the pop pod and for the pop pod on all socials cool yep there you go i'm just og hank through on all socials you can find me there you guys know that i'm a nobody so follow hashtag me no new friends hashtag no i mean <laughs> i mean i think i made two new friends this year maybe three did you boot somebody two people you got rid of two people so you could have two more yeah, Nerd, he told you you don't think you're irreplaceable. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm well aware. I am well aware. <laughs> Rashad, are you still podcasting? Uh, yeah, I'm at the Culture Cast. You can find us on Twitter okay. at the at the uh, Culture Cast Pod uh, underscore. Uh, cool. You can find me literally everywhere. I am Rashad H. Uh, follow Project Monix. Follow Suave. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, uh, D-Ray, what's on the Zelda Pro docket, man? Well, next coming up is uh, January 16th in Milwaukee at the Turner Hall Ballroom on Sunday the 16th, uh, 7 p.m., unfortunately. Uh, I think there's a basketball game earlier in the day, so we're trying to avoid like traffic and everything. Sure. Uh, but yeah, it should be a big card coming up. Uh, we have Alex Shelley versus GPA for the Zello Pro Championship. That's a big match. Almost big like he match. deserves place of ranking. But. We have your favorite, Pat <laughs> Monix versus Blake Christian, uh, debuting for Zelda Crow. And then we also have uh, plenty more in, in store for you guys. I love it. Can I, can I make a, a request of more Zello in Chicago proper? Please? Just like. <laughs> you, you know, uh, we've been trying to get back to Joe's. And unfortunately, with all the COVID uh, protocols that they have, right? The owner, um, we we love him and we work greatly uh, with him. He would rather not take the risk of an event getting canceled and losing out on 
uh, an opportunity for us to be there. So he's waiting for everything to clear up before we get back into Joe's live. Okay. Heard but here first. February, we will be back in the Chicagoland area as well as March. Oh, wow. Zelda Pro starting off hot. Yeah, I don't think you guys usually run, you know, unless you're doing uh, baseball shows, it's never, it's back a little bit more spread home, so. out, right? Yep. And then, uh, of course, we teased it. Uh, we will be in Dallas on Rus and WrestleMania weekend. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. Mm, all right. Wow. You guys are, that's a big start for Zello. Congrats. So, to all so hot start for us. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I will say a prayer, honestly, that we, uh, <laughs> No, that that shit comes, you know, and everything goes according to plan. Me too. <laughs> I, I have a question. Do I need to book my tickets now? Is Frank versus Nerd Two going to happen in Dallas? <laughs> I told you March. The rematch. No. March. Well, you're saying March, yeah, but like WrestleMania is in April. Okay, but so the first one's in March. Then we got to have a rematch in, in Dallas. He's working that storyline, brother. I mean, I mean, if uh, if you're, you're free to come out to Dallas, well, I don't know. We'll see how it you got to pay for your own flight. But uh, oh, yeah, I you got, you got Henry, let's do it. Let's go. He's basically saying he'll book it the same day Veer comes to Raw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, Kike is uh, is uh, Thunder Rosa's best friend and confidant. So, wow. um, if you you know need any <laughs> exclusive signed merchandise, KK, where can people find you? Um, just uh, DJ Hypnotize CHJ at, uh, on Instagram. Um, we got the ECW uh, wrestling page on Facebook. Yeah, we will push you know your promotions and your podcast and everything on there. What a guy! Absolutely. Yeah, and then join Freelance Faithful too if you're a fan of that. That's a good Facebook oh, yeah, group course. as well. Uh, no, don't. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm trying to make it awkward. Cool. Damn. All, All right. right, guys. Well, as far as Two Heels and a Face goes, you can find us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Two Heels and a Face. That's number two, Heels and a Face. Check out our website for that controversial uh, upcoming article, twoheelsandaface.com. Very controversial. Um, you, know, you know, you can tear it apart, you know. I mean, Charlie hopefully lets me see the list before he publishes it, but <laughs> <laughs> that was for Chris's first time seeing the list. <laughs> but you know, you guys, thank you so much for joining us for the fourth year in a row. Um, it's it's always great having you guys, and yes. it's great to close out the year to reminisce on the year. And as I've been calling it, you know, the, the, it's, it's all, always great talking to the wrestling familia, even if it's, you know, online because we can't see each other in person. So, yeah, thank you guys for joining us. Yeah, you guys have been huge supporters. We appreciate all your time and, and appreciate seeing you guys, as always, and being friends. Thanks for thank having you. me, brother. Happy New Year, guys. Thank you. Peace. Happy New Year. Make sure to hashtag beat up GPA. Of course. Fuck Charlie's list. <laughs> <laughs> you spelled my name wrong, bro. Not cool. <laughs>